good night, good evening, wherever you are in divine consciousness. Hello, beautiful souls. Welcome to the Living in Joy Now podcast, a mind, body, soul connection podcast where we have a conversation about all things spiritual, right? And of course, the body as well, because our body are spiritual things as well. Mind, body, soul, wellness, herbology, it's just so many things that we talk about here because, you know, a gamut of things help us to live in joy. I am your host, Yai Joyce to some and Rev Joyce to others. I am a whole holistic life coach and herbalist. And I am also an interface spiritual counselor. While I hope that you find joy in our podcast, please note that it is not a substitute for mental health or professional care. And before we get started, I would like to thank my Patreon subscribers. Because it is because of my Patreon supporters and subscribers is how you get the Living in Joy Now podcast. Yes, they subscribe to the Patreon and it allows me to produce this lovely content for you guys. We are making some wonderful changes to our Patreon tiers and I am super excited about those and they are going to be dropping on the summer solstice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For this season of transformation, you know, I'm super excited. You know, I talked to uh, a wonderful coach and I've been talking to a couple of coaches. Actually, I have a, I have a team and they were like, um, Joyce, uh, you need to get your life girl. Cause, uh, this is not working and it's not sustainable. And so, you know, one thing I would like to say is definitely always reevaluate your life, beautifuls. Always reevaluate your life and the things that don't work, get rid of it and always change, always evolve and always grow. So be on the lookout for those beautiful uh, evolvements, not changes how the Patreon is evolving. It's evolving and I'm super excited about it. And today's episode is brought to you by acne. Yes. You know, people ask, how do you decide on what to talk about? Well, in the Patreon, when you become a Patreon subscriber, right, you get to every month put in topics that you want me to discuss about either hoodoo, spirituality, uh, whatever it is about mind, body, soul, wellness, holistic herbalism, ancestral healing, you know, whatever it is. And you, and in the order that they are received, I answer the questions. They may become a podcast, right? And so, one of the questions was like, uh, yeah, you Joyce, your skin is always popping, boo. Um, I am suffering from some severe hormonal and balances and I'm having um, hormonal acne. Okay. So 
Sometimes I um, have hormonal acne issues as well, you know, where I'm not drinking all my water. And, you know, your skin health is just a reflection of your internal health. What's going on on the inside, it shows on the outside. What's going on on the inside, it shows on the outside. So your breakouts, basically, it is vital signs. Just like your period, your cycle is your vital signs. You have an effed up cycle, okay? One of your vital signs is off. That's what I, I, I tell that to my clients all the time. We just like to chalk it off. Oh, I just have a messed up cycle. No, that's like a vital sign for you, boo. That's like your pulse, okay? That's like your pulse, all right? That is, that's like your eyesight, okay? If your eyesight was going, you would go do something about that, okay? If your period is going wackadoodle-doo-doo-doo, you need to go do something about that, okay? We need to break those stereotypes like, oh, I'm just, it's just a horrible period. It's supposed to be that way. What? No, uh-uh. I'm not doing that. I mean, I do it. I'm not doing that. I am not doing it. No, I'm not doing that. Breakouts, right? Uh, where your breakouts are really shows like what's going on. You know, like, so around your jawline, you know, shows a lot of hormonal uh, imbalances. You can see, and, you know, just face face mapping is really important. You know, like on your cheeks and stuff can show, you know, your pillows are not being cleaned enough and uh, different parts of your face go towards different organs on your body, if that makes sense, okay? So when you look at your face and you see where your acne is kind of located, it'll tell you a story. Your face, your face tell you a story and your your feet tell you a story, your teeth, all of it, you know, and holistic herbology and uh, root working and hoodoo, they, you know, and hoodoo, they would look at your fingers, they would look at your tongue, you know, the elders would look at so many different things to to diagnose stuff that was wrong with you. They would look at so many different things. So, they believe that they will look in your eyes. You, you know, it, they looked at a, a myriad of things, you, and, you know, to, to say, hey, this is, this is, you know, out of whack. And a lot of times we just want to get rid of the problem and not get down to the root cause. 
right? And sometimes when we are having hormonal acne and, you know, we really have to get down to the root cause of things, okay? So just know that this information is just information and some of it can apply to you and some of it may not apply to you and that you may need further assistance and always get the care that you need. Don't be afraid of getting, you know, don't be afraid of getting the care, you know, that you need and investing in your, investing in your health. So like a breaking out right above, right above your lip, you know, the elders used to say that was your liver. That was your liver. And a little bit above your lip was like your lungs, you know? And anything on your chin is like your kidneys and your bladder. And it it really depends on what system that you use because different systems have, you know, different, say different things. You know, different systems say different parts mean different things. So it just really depends. I, you know, some systems, you know, underneath the eyes are your kidneys, right? And some systems above your lip is your heart. Okay. And definitely in a lot of places, you know, your chin area is hormonal and we're, or having gynaco, you know, having gyno problems, some type of gyno problems right here in, in your chin area. But whether you do a face mapping and whatever system it is that you use for face mapping, your skin health, something is going on internally. So, knowing what's going on on the inside. And sometimes with skin health, a lot of times people just want to take care of what is on the outside, putting creams on the outside and things of that nature. And they don't want to necessarily take care of what's going on on the inside. Okay. Eating too much oil because having a diet with excess oils, okay, will clog your pores. Eating too much fried foods will lead to having too much white heads and black heads. And I know there's a lot of people that will say, oh, I'm vegan. Okay. I know a lot of people that are vegan, but have a very not clean diet. Because they're just eating a lot of processed vegan food, tons of processed vegan food. They're, everything comes in a box or a package, 
They're not eating eight servings of fruits and vegetables and greens a day. And we live in this culture of people think because they're skinny, they're healthy, right? And a lot of times hormonal imbalance leads to acne and either excess testosterone or androgens, which are your male hormones and your male hormones. And women, we need a healthy level of androgens because that helps to support our sexual functions you know, you show me a woman that flies off the handle, that doesn't have stable energy, and, you know, her androgens are not in the right place. Okay. And when a woman has too much androgens, the male hormone, it can cause excess oil to produce and that can lead to hormonal acne as well. So so there's so many causes to, to, to that. It can be diet. It can be a hormonal imbalance. Because if you're eating a diet, also not just a diet high in fat, but a diet high in sugar. Because I've noticed that even though people, a lot of people have switched to vegan diets, their diets are full of refined flour and all of this uh, flour causes excess insulin production. And there's no one size, there's no cookie cutter, one fit all. There's so many causes for excess androgens that I have seen in clients. But one of the most common that I have seen is poor diet, poor diet, and really excess, excess sugar, and even fruit sugar, you know, excess fruit sugar, just eating way too much uh, sugary fruits, because their body already has poor blood sugar regulation and excess insulin production, right? Because when when we think about it, insulin is the hormone that's responsible for directing our, our glucose. And it has to move from the blood into the cells where, you know, basic science where It can, you know, be converted to energy or stored. But 
when we have this sad, the standard American diet that has chronically pumped high blood glucose levels into people from from their false food pyramid of health of for eating a diet high in sugar the body produces this excess insulin and to help move the glucose out of the blood you know just the, the body just is like okay i'm going to produce all of this extra insulin because it's really trying to help you it's trying to help move the glucose out of your blood and for women though the insulin has this unfortunate effect for women what it does it overstimulates the ovaries and this overstimulation it produces all of this extra testosterone and then you have all of this extra testosterone and then all of this extra testosterone then actually lead, can can lead to acne in women as well and extra testosterone can also lead to having tons of irregular periods and sometimes you know when you're having that bald spot right in the middle of your head uh, a lot of the older women, you know, they have high androgens or they have high testosterone, extra testosterone. They're starting to get that male pattern baldness because they uh, are menopausal or have gone through menopause and they their, their female hormones are lower and their male hormones are higher. And so they are starting to get that male pattern baldness or... Another sign of your male hormones are higher is that you have this, this, you know, those little, those little friends, those little friends that come on your chin and your mustache and your beard and all of those things. And people say, oh, those are normal as you get older as a woman. And I'm like, that's not normal. That is a sign that your female hormones are going down and that you need to manage them and to restore balance to them. Okay? Restore balance to them. Because you are still a woman. You still need those body parts. Hello, 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 hello. You still need those body parts. So one of the things that I say is definitely what helps the ovaries to produce more uh, tests, um, not to produce more testosterone because you don't want it to produce more testosterone 
in women is having enough foods for your bio. Food is medicine, guys. Hello, food is medicine. Okay, food is medicine. And having enough food, not running out and just taking a supplement, actually eating these things and incorporating them in your diet. And I know that some of these that I'm going to mention, these are not vegan options, okay? Because not everyone should be a vegan. It's not good for everyone's bio-individuality. It is just not. It's, okay, what's good for the goose is not good for the gander, okay? I'm sorry, it's just not, okay? So uh, B vitamins, okay? B vitamins. B vitamins help to produce insulin, especially vitamin B6. It helps fight infections. It helps create, uh, what is, what's, what's the name of it? Non-essential amino acids, right? With those building blocks of protein. So you get those from your beans, right? Your beans. It's a great time to plant some beans. If you're in zone eight right now, you're in Georgia or zone eight, plant you some beans, right? So uh, beans, organic chicken, you know, organic quality free range chicken, Uh, bananas, but specifically uh, organic bananas, the smaller ones, not the commercially produced big bananas, the smaller bananas, you know, like Thai bananas, sweet potatoes, uh, fish, but make sure, you know, you, you're knowing the source of your fish, nuts, contain uh, B6. And also definitely having your folic acid. Not, again, not running out and getting a supplement and just gogging it down, making sure that your, your food is being your medicine. And that you are having enough sources. And folic acid, again, comes from beans, okay? Because B vitamin helps to regulate blood sugar. It does this by improving your sensitivity to insulin so that your body doesn't need to create as much to have the same response. So the B vitamins is so important, okay? There are studies, they're they're doing studies, okay, that are showing how B vitamins help to regulate blood sugar just like metformin. 
So to get your folic acid, beans again, oranges, spinach, and you know, you can still plant spinach now here in zone eight. You can still plant spinach because guess what? If you're planting beans, you can plant some spinach underneath your beans and your beans will provide shade for your spinach and it won't bolt as fast, just a thought. And you can plant spinach and beans in a container. You don't have to have a big garden like myself. You can actually do that on your back porch, your patio or whatever. It doesn't, you don't need a big space to do that. Just a thought, just if you want to give it a try. Uh, Avocados. And so I know a lot of people are so into the vitamin B12 because it plays such a, they have been, play this important part in losing weight and giving people energy. But really what vitamin B12 is good for, you know, besides the marketing hype is that it helps to create new red blood cells. Okay. It's not really giving you this magic energy out of anywhere. It helps to create new red blood cells and it helps so that you are not deficient. And a lot of times if vitamin B12 is helping you, a lot of times that deficiency was a result of being anemic. Mm -hmm. Right? And so you can get vitamin B12 from a lot of different sources of meat, fish, you know, good quality, uh, wholesome poultry, eggs, and dairy. I'm not against dairy because certain, I also believe in bio-individuality. I believe in good quality, wholesome, farm-grown quality food. There is good quality, homegrown quality food out there. You know, stop making food the enemy. Milk and cheese and butter for me is not the enemy. It is the way that it is made is the is the enemy. And some people, when you look at some people's bio-individuality, they can do a little dairy here or there. It is good for their constitution. Every single person is different because everyone has a different constitution, okay? However, if you are against meat or whatever, and it's not part of your constitution, you're going to need a supplement, okay? You're going to need a supplement because you're not going to get enough of it. You're not, you, there's not enough peas, baby. You're not going to eat enough peas, all right? You're not going to eat enough peas because a lot of these vegans out here ain't eating no vegetables, enough vegetables, no way. They impossible, they impossible meat and everything. Okay, so 
they so look at ways that you can get more B vitamins in. B vitamins is essential. And once that insulin production is good, it definitely helps your skin. Another thing that I absolutely love that I love for my skin is berberin. Berberin. Yes, I love berberin. I think berberin is amazing. And berberin is a supplement that has been around for a really, 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 really long time. And berberin can be found in a lot of different herbs. You can actually find berberin inside of golden seal. You can find it in you you can uh you can also find it in barberry. You can it, it can also be extracted. I mean you can it it is in a lot of it is berberin is in a lot of Chinese medicine herbs. Okay? But, but you can also find it extracted high quality high quality please make sure that you know the source and what you're getting it from. High quality berberin uh by itself can also be found. And it helps for a range of things. Again, just because it helps for all of these things, it doesn't mean that it's going to help you and your bio-individuality for all of these things, okay? It helps to improve insulin resistance and helps lower testosterone levels. That's what I have used it for. I also like berberine. Do y'all see? I like saying the name like that. I don't know why, but every time, even when I take it, I make this, I make, I say that. I just do, I'm like berberine. Yeah, I just make this thing. Okay, I digress. So I take it. Uh, <laughs> I take it because, and I cycle it out in the fall leading into winter because it acts for me, for my bio-individuality, it acts as a mild antibiotic and it keeps me from getting sick. So I love, bear with me, berberin for that. And one of the good side effects of berberin, B-E-R-B-E-R-I-N-E, just in case you don't know, uh, B-E-R-B-E-R-I-N-E, because of its antibiotic, qualities, it clears up your skin. And I noticed that when I take berberin, 
Sorry, you're going to have to deal with that. My skin is a lot clearer. It's also one that I use to lower my blood pressure. So I have used it for uh, fertility issues for certain clients. It has worked really good. I've also used it for certain clients for their bioindividuality for fatty liver, but fatty liver that's not related to being an alcoholic. Okay. If you're an alcoholic and you have fatty liver, that's a whole nother ball game, boo. Whole nother ball game. And so berberin has, uh, can offer so many. I've also used it for clients that, uh, are on weight loss regimens that are trying to no that let's not even say trying that are aligning their life to not just to lose weight but just to be more healthy and just really just want to live a, a really healthier lifestyle. So one of the beautiful side effects of Berberin is that it allows them to lose some pounds in a healthy way. And a lot of um, people that were on metformin eventually came off of it. Uh, after you changing their diet, suiting their diet for their bio-individuality, testing, not guessing, and doing the right supplements for them, they were able to come off of it. So... But one of the thing is since berberin is an insulin sensitizer, it may cause low blood sugar. So this is why I say, please make sure you are working with a trusted medical provider. Okay. Especially if you are on other uh, lowering medications such as metformin. And always talk to your doctor and consult with them before adding anything new to your regimen. And, you know, it's not recommended during pregnancy or lactating women. And it's not good. Uh, One of the contraindications, uh, taking antidepressants, you can't take berberin antidepressants and you can't take it with uh, beta blockers. You can't take it with blood thinners and clients that do take it. I have to, you know, they have to regularly monitor their liver. They can't, you cannot take this longer than nine or 10 weeks. Some people eight weeks, some people six weeks. Again, because it has this antibiotic, 
effect and what does antibiotics do? Antibiotics messes with your gut bacteria. Even the natural ones, guys, it affects your healthy gut bacteria. Yes, even the natural ones. Yes, even garlic. This is why you can't use garlic every day. Some people, depending on their bioindividuality, they can't because it is harming their gut bacteria. They're taking a a natural antibiotic every single day. Not good because we need a certain amount of bacteria in the gut. So berberin is a natural antibiotic. And with any antibiotic, even natural ones, it messes with your healthy gut bacteria. And remember, your gut is your first brain, okay? But it's one that I use to keep me clear. You know, so I thought it was worth mentioning. And... Another one that I love, I love all of my berries. Berries, berries, berries. Berries are full of antioxidants. How much berries do you get in your diet? Berries are good for your skin. They are. They are they are so underrated. They are so berries are so underrated. I love all kinds of berries. Blueberries, blackberries, raspberries, you know. All, all of them. I'll eat them, crush them, put them, make facial mask with them. I, I love them. I, I, I love all berries. I actually, and this is a, a thing with me. Okay, guys, for me personally, I actually rather... I know people are going to be like, what? I rather elderberry as a face mask than taking it. That's just me. That is just me. I like crushing it up, mixing it with some oatmeal, making a face mask. It just, that's just me. It's just it's a skin superfood on the outside for me. I do. I really do. So, you know, it makes my skin glow, gives me a really youthful appearance when I use when I make an elderberry face mask. I so it just does it elderberry does my bio-individuality a lot better when I use it on the outside of my skin than on the inside. And some people that, you know, it's just like that. You know, I like um, acai berries and 
So, you know, so berries, because they have really, really powerful compounds. So, but just don't think about consuming your berries. Are you putting those super, what they call superfoods, and there's no such thing as a superfood, but I digress. I can get into that another time. <laughs> but are you using those things and making your own serums and face masks? Because everybody wants to down elderberry when they for a cold. And I'm like, uh, first of all, you're supposed to use it at the onset in like 24 hours. And most people don't even catch it in 24 hours. Elderflower works a lot better, but you know, you just, I, it's just, I just let them, cause you know, they heard it on the internet and they think they know everything. So you just let them go. On. As they say, gone with your teeth, gone to the nails, gone to the cuticles, right? But one of the things that I think that elderberry is really, really good for is skin. I honestly, for me personally, I like elderflower for my bioindividuality, ingesting it. And I like... Because I like elderflower, ingesting it, because it is a very effective blood purifier. And when my blood is purified, and most people, when your blood is purified, and you know, it clears up your topical troubles, such as your acne, your spots, and your rashes. And sometimes because I'm out in the garden and things of that nature a lot, I can get, my skin can have dry spots. And so elderflower helps soothe my dry skin. And I like making a toner with it as well. I like making a toner with it as well. But I really like elderberry to make a, to make a face mask. It is, it is an easy face mask, you know, just get the blender and blend it up, blend it up, blend it up. Yeah, you know, you you definitely have to uh, boil your uh, berries first <laughs> before uh, before you before you use them. I I boil mine for about fifteen to twenty minutes before before I use them. And one thing that you can do with elderberry too, that is like really amazing for your face guys. You know, how many people use a steamer? Well, I use a steamer and you know, you can, you can put like a, a elderberry steam 
You know, you can make elderberry water and put that in your steamer. It's, that feels really good. And it smells pretty good, too, if you, like, mix, like, lavender in there as well. That is, like, really, really awesome. That feels really, really good. But uh, that is definitely one that I I use. Because I try to switch out my toners with the season. I really try to keep my skincare with the season. And so for the winter time, elderberry is definitely part of my winter uh, skincare routine for sure. So, so consider that as well. Are you keeping a all year round skincare routine? Is your skincare routine the same all year round? That a lot of times can cause acne as well. Just keeping that same skincare routine just all the time. That's not really good. I like to switch up. We're seasonal beings. So switching up your skincare for the summer, switching up for fall, switching up for the springtime and giving your skin the nutrients that it needs for each season because it needs something different for each season as well. You know, it definitely needs something different. It doesn't need the same thing all the time. Another thing that I really uh, enjoy for keeping my skin glowing and healthy is I like a little reishi mushroom. I like uh, a little reishi mushroom. I, but again, I'm psycholytic. I don't like to use reishi mushroom every single day, all year round. Uh, reishi mushroom is something that I will add to my fall, winter skincare routine uh, into my supplement regime uh, because. I experience androgen excess. So that means excess androgens, you know, little facial hairs and stuff like that. And I like reishi mushroom because it gives stress support, immune support. And that androgen excess, you know, gives that that hormonal acne, that hair thinning, that stuff. So, but I don't use it all year round because I don't, I like to cycle things out through my body. I don't want my body to get used to one thing. I want my body to be able to respond to it. But reishi mushroom has definitely kept my skin popping and it definitely keeps my hair shiny. It definitely keeps my adrenals stabilized. It definitely keeps me even keel. 
And it's definitely one that gives good immune and stress support. It's definitely one that if you have thinning hair, that male pattern baldness, that it works with um, a lot of good uh, bio-individualities. However, and it works really well with hormonal acne. However, you know, again, you have to check and see if it works for your bio-individuality, okay? And you have to make sure you're getting a good quality source of reishi mushroom, not that cheap stuff, not that stuff at these big box stores that is nothing more than the McDonald's of herbs, okay? You gotta know where it's coming from. And... My last go-to, guys, um, I would definitely say zinc as a supplement. I find that a lot of women do not get enough zinc of one deficiency that I see that is common is zinc. And zinc helps to, oh my goodness, zinc has so, zinc is so underrated. Zinc is, zinc is so underrated. Have you... Okay. Who watches anime? So like Eden of the East is really an underrated anime. Right? To me. Just think. Like for me, young MA, young young MA is so underrated. But you know, I think she fire. It's so underrated. I think Meek Mills is underrated too. Side note, who's underrated to you? I really do. I think Meek. I think Meek be. I think Meek is so underrated. But anywho, Zinc is like Meek Mill. Meek got some flow, y'all. It's just underrated, you know. Zinc has so many benefits for your hormones and for your cycle. Zinc supports your ovaries. I know some of y'all think them dildos do and, and them penises that attach to some of them dudes, but it's not. Zinc does. Zinc supports the function of your ovaries. And zinc helps to decrease excessive production of androgens. Yeah, I had to say that 
for that too. <laughs> but again, knowing the right amount, speaking to your doctor and your professional for your weight, your height, your body size, because if you're taking other medication, you may need more or less than another person, okay? And, uh, but zinc, oh my goodness. People we talking about, uh, what is it? What's that? Uh, what is what is it, y'all? Oh my goodness! I just had a brain freeze, a brain fog. Vitamin C, but I'm like, nah, y'all. I'm telling y'all, zinc be killing that bacteria. It be knocking them out like Mike Tyson. Bo, 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 bo. Zinc, zinc be knocking them out. Zinc knocks out bacteria like Floyd Mayweather. Boom, boom, boom. Zinc knock out that. Knee like knock it out, knock it out. Zinc, it knocks it out. And you know what else zinc knocks out? For zinc reduces. Now we all know that you need a little inflammation. The inflammation is necessary in the body, but it's when it's chronic. But it helps reduce inflammation and it repairs. So it's like that courtesy fighter. You know, somebody that punch you in the face, but I'm going to punch you in the face, but that I'm going to help you up after I punch you in the face because you learned your lesson. So I'm going to help and repair your the, the relationship. It's just like United States, right? We go, we bully people, and then we say, oh, we're going to help you rebuild, right? That's zinc. So good. It's so good. So... Those are all my go-tos. Those are my all my go-tos for my popping skin that I can think of right now, you know. And that is and yeah, that's and you know, I and also I do cayenne pepper every single day. I'm I'm a big pepper, cayenne pepper person. And again, that's my bio-individuality. Everybody can't do cayenne pepper every single day. I start my day with a little pepper. It keeps me, it gets me going. So, but everybody, again, has a different bio-individuality. So I hope that this has blessed you and filled your life with joy and grace. And that I answered your question of how, yeah, Joyce, how, how can I treat my hormonal acne? So live well and live in divine joy.